Welcome to Through the Marketing Lens, a podcast designed to propel your business forward. I'm Katrina, your host, marketing obsessor, and an entrepreneur turned business and marketing strategy coach for women who want to start, grow, and scale their businesses with power. I see what works and what doesn't, and I'm going to share it all. I'm showing up for you here every Tuesday to deliver business tools and strategies in fluff-free episodes. So let's dive in together. Oh, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. If you are new here, welcome to Through the Marketing Lens. This is a totally fluff-free podcast to the point. I am here to give you some killer business advice through the lens of marketing because marketing is all about growth and connection and that's a win in business and in life. Before we dive in today, I want to remind you wherever you are to subscribe to the podcast so that you can just get the free podcast sent directly to wherever you listen to it and you don't miss a beat. With that, let's dive into today's episode that is all about SEO. SEO is um, a really important part of marketing strategy, and it's one of the foundational parts of marketing strategy. I'm going to walk through five different components that you can do for your SEO that will help basically um, put you higher on the rankings when someone is searching for a business like yours. So let me start with what the heck am I talking about when I say SEO? Let's boil this down and make it really simple. It means the process of improving your site, your website, to increase its visibility, meaning higher ranking for relevant searches. The better your visibility the more attention you're going to get, the more prospects you're going to get, the more of your existing customers that are searching for you that are going to find you. You know those those businesses that you really, really liked, but you can't remember the name, so you search the generic term and they don't come up. We don't want that to happen. We want to make sure that you are getting as much eyeballs as you can, and search engines are a really big way that this happens because... People are typically searching for things when they are actually ready to buy. That doesn't mean they're always going to be ready to buy, right? But let me give you an example. Let's say that you are a, um, a, an ice cream shop and you own an ice cream shop and you are located in West Palm Beach, Florida. When someone is searching for ice cream in West Palm Beach, Florida, they are you had better come up really high in those rankings because they're not going to search five different pages to find you. You need to make sure that you're coming up one, two, or at the worst, three, so that they come to your shop, right? Now, if someone is searching for information around ice cream, then yeah, you want to have a blog around the ice cream, but what we're doing really is, is making sure that you are showing up for your ideal client when they are searching in the search bar in every way possible, as many times as possible, as high as possible. So that's what SEO is about. So how, do you, um, how does SEO actually work? 
SEO works. So let's back up. So search engines like Google, which is really what I'm going to be talking about because that's what is really popular and what most people use. It uses bots to crawl across all the pages on the internet and it goes from site to site collecting information about the pages and um, reads through all the words and puts those pages into an index. And I always imagine like old school Dewey Decimal System, like filing cabinets. And then next, the algorithms will analyze the pages in the index and they take into account hundreds of ranking factors or signals for the bots to determine the order that the pages will come up depending on what people are searching. So literally what the words are they put into the search bar. Ideally, when your client is searching for a company like yours, right, they're not going to put in your company's name. They're going to put in business coach or ice cream shop or branding expert, whatever it is that you are, you want to come up really, really high. Like I said, people are not going to navigate three pages deep. So you need to make sure that you're really high and you make them do the least amount of work. The thing to know about SEO, and this is a good thing, you guys, but it's organic. So unlike paid search ads, which, you know, those are like at the top and it will say add next to it, you cannot pay for search engines to give you a higher ranking organically. That means you have to do the work. And I really love this for small businesses because you can't pay to play. You have to actually put in the effort and know what it is that you're doing. So what are we talking about here today on the podcast? I'm going to give you pretty much the basics that you can actually implement into your SEO for your business. These are not the super duper high level, crazy advanced SEO strategies, but this is actually stuff that small business owners and or your marketing team can implement to drive the optimal level of traffic to your site. I have done this with clients. I have taught them these strategies. Um, some of them are able to implement themselves. Some of them outsource to agencies and some of them have internal marketing. It doesn't matter. These are strategies that just need to be part of your um, process, your marketing process. So number one, and I would say all these are really important, but this one you have to do first. You need to make sure that your website is mobile friendly. So we are taking in so much of our information on our phones now and um, Corona just made it more so. I don't know what the stats are exactly, but it, it elevated how much we are on our phones. So you need to make sure that when someone is searching for something on their phones, if they go to your website, it actually loads. And an easy way to check that is think with Google. If you search, think with Google. You're going to be able to check by just putting in your website's um, domain address and it's going to give you a response. So if you are not getting a good response, if it's saying you are not mobile friendly, then you need to investigate why. And there's a few reasons that it could be this way. Um, you might need to change the templates that you're using because the template is not friendly, um, mobile friendly. 
you might need to um, check that any videos or photos on your website are um, that maybe they just are too big or they're just not loading quickly enough. So maybe take those off and see if that helps. Uh, there's lots of different things that you can kind of play with, but the point is you need to be mobile friendly. So do the work to make sure that you are mobile friendly and that it is loading and jump on to think with Google so that you can get the response that you need to get. All right. So once you have that all figured out and you're getting that positive response, we're going to talk about keywords. Keywords are a big deal and it's, it's kind of a concept more than anything. So keywords matter because this is how people physically look for a company like yours and how they actually find you. So if someone is looking for a branding expert, let's say, they might not use the word branding expert. You are thinking about it as a branding expert because you know the word branding expert. But if you don't know anything about branding in particular or who you would even hire or how your industry works, they might not use those words. And I actually did a little bit of playing around with it. And it turns out that brand expert is not the word that they would use. The words that came up, the top four, were brand consultant, branding consultant, brand strategy consultant, and personal branding consultant. So it wasn't brand expert. These are the words that are relevant to your business when someone is looking for someone like you. So what does that mean? That means that you need to integrate those words that I just listed into your website in various different places. And you can do that throughout your content. You can do that in your copy. You can do that in your product descriptions if you have products, in your website, I'm sorry, your photo descriptions, um, your, in your blogs, what, all, all the places where it makes sense. And then of course, in, um, in your website, integrated into your website, you're gonna be able to actually put into a field keywords. So you wanna obviously put those in there too. And what you're doing is you are creating those signals that we talked about for the bots to know, okay, the, on this website, it says the word branding consultant four times, and it also says personal branding consultant, and it also says brand consultant. This is probably in line with what this person is searching for. So you are giving all the signals that the bots need from keywords. And you do have to be strategic about it. The more the words are showing up, the more Google or the search engine understand what it is that you do. These are not people. These are robots. So you have to pepper them in so that you're getting the optimal results. But don't be an idiot and use them without purpose because the bots are actually pretty smart and you will get Google blackballed, if you will. Um, so you're going to get lower in the rankings if you just kind of like put it, like if you create a whole blog post that just says the word brand consultant over and over, for example, that is not going to, it's not going to work in your favor. So you have to do it in a way that makes sense. Do it on 
every single blog post that you post, every single um, picture that you post on your website has to use the the descriptions, putting the right words in there. So it takes time and none of this stuff is overnight, but it is worth your time to pay attention to your keywords. So how do you actually know what your keywords are? I use something called moz.com, M-O-Z.com. I'll link it in the show notes. And there's a free option that I think they give you like 10 keywords to play with monthly. Um, but anyway, you can obviously do the paid version, but do your research in there, play with it and, and figure out the words that someone would actually use to search for you. Um, and it can be a few words, right? You're not going to just pick one. You're going to pick a few of them and integrate them into your, your website. All right. So that's all about keywords. Now we're moving on to building your credibility or trust factor with search engines. So the search engines are vetting you constantly and making sure that you are trustworthy. And how do we actually know that you are trustworthy? Again, these are not people. So we are proving to these bots that you are um, in business, that you are a legitimate company, um, that your website is real and not like a scam. So essentially, what you would want in real life is you would want people referring out to you, right? That would be a huge credibility bump. Well, you essentially do that by creating authority. And one of the most effective ways of, of creating authority is um, by getting backlinks. So what that means is you're getting links from a different website back to your website. Essentially, they are vouching for you. And the more authority that these vouching sites have, the better. So you want something like Yahoo Finance to link back to your website. And that is a very big indicator to the bots that you are in fact credible and you have authority in your field. You don't have to only do it on sites like Google Finance. You can do this on, you know, um, local blogs. You can do this in your local newspaper online. It doesn't have to be these crazy big sites. It's just that the bigger the websites that are credible, the better for you. All right. The truth is that backlinks is probably the hardest one to get and you want to do this consistently. It's not about getting this crazy pop today and then nothing for six months. You want the Google bots to believe you and take, it takes consistently, sorry, consistency to keep getting those links. They, like I said, they don't all have to be these super high level, but adding this into your strategy and knowing, okay, I want to get backlinks. So you can do this by getting on podcasts and, and asking for them to link you in their show notes. You can do this by getting PR. You can do this by, okay, so there's lots of different ways that you can create these small credibility factors and they all add up. And now this takes me to another credibility builder and that's testimonials. This one's pretty straightforward because a testimonial 
on Google especially, because Google loves things that are within itself, um, it shows that people, real people, trust you when they are giving you those five stars and writing something about you. Um, so you can essentially ask for testimonials for from clients that you know love you. That's kind of a no-brainer and have Google reward you for that. All right. So now we're on to, I think we're on to number three, right? Yeah. Nope. Number four. Number four, blogging. So I get this question all the time. Is blogging actually worth my time? Do people actually read blogs anymore? The short answer is it is absolutely worth your time. And it's not necessarily because people are going to be reading your blog like they used to. I know that we're mostly skimming blogs at this point. Some people read them, but really we're talking about SEO. So I'm going to talk about blogging from the SEO perspective. Your blog is something that you can control. It is your own piece of the internet and, um, it's potentially really helpful to someone who's looking for that bit of knowledge that you are giving. And unlike social media, blogging doesn't go away in 24 hours or whatever the heck the platform dictates, right? It's a great way for you to integrate those keywords that we were just talking about, create really good content that you can repurpose over and over. And if someone is searching for something and you are giving really good content around that, it's going to circle them back to the offers that you have, right? So it's got so many really good aspects to it. So blogging is absolutely worth it if, if, if you can be consistent and you can add value. If you are not going to commit to blogging, it's not worth your time. One or two or three blogs is not going to do anything. This takes time. All of the stuff with SEO takes time. and you know, honestly, I think once a week is pretty optimal. And then giving yourself, you know, 90 days to really see the traction around that and making sure your content is really, really good. I don't want you blogging random things, putting thought into the blog, and then knowing that you're using the keywords and all the things that we talked about is way, way, way more um, valuable. So, if you can't do every week, I'd rather you do twice a month and have it be really, really good and take it one step at a time. Okay. All right. Last one. I believe this is the last one. Yeah. Number five, I want you to update your website regularly and freshen things up. Your pages get stale. I mean, I am so um, guilty of this too. Pages get stale and Google needs to know that you are still actually in business. So how do we do that? How do we tell Google that we are still here? We are not stale. The information is still re relevant. What we do is we edit it. And you can do something as simple as changing the pictures. So update the information. Delete old pages that just don't need to be part of your website anymore. Sometimes I search for um, like my kids' soccer, for example, and websites from like 2019 or pages from 2019 will pop up, but we're in 2021. Like you want to make sure that those pages are not available anymore because you're just going to confuse people and they're going to get the wrong information. 
Okay, so delete those old pages that are really confusing. Think of it as like spring cleaning. It doesn't have to be weekly or even monthly, but I do pop in there here and there because um, I don't want to feel like an accountant during tax season that's like, oh my God, I have to get so much stuff done. There's really no wrong way to do it. There's no wrong time to do it. But if you stay consistent, you know, quarterly you're popping in and you're changing things about, that's great. There are so many different strategies that we use that are really powerful. And I know that what we're talking about with SEO can feel like a lot, but these are 100% doable and you just need to add them in to the marketing you're already doing and put them into your normal practice. So something that's helpful for me is time blocking and I really teach my assistant. Um, I really give her the space to learn the stuff about the keywords and I give her the tools and it takes time to really digest this stuff, but it is absolutely worth it because you don't want to go back to all of these blogs that you've done and then have to edit them, right? So I'd rather you take the upfront time and do this and put this into your everyday stuff that you're doing. Um, this is 100% stuff that I teach my business coaching clients that need it and they're there and they're ready to be seen, whatever that is for them. This is in the must-do category, 100%. Sometimes people say, do I need to be on all the social media platforms? Like, what does my strategy need to be? Listen, you can be on all the social media platforms, but if your SEO is not good, people are going to search for you and you're not going to come up. So yeah, it's a lot more important for you to be focusing on this than being on all the social media platforms. Okay. Um, so if you, if this content's helpful for you, which I really, really hope that it is, um, and you're hungry for more content like this, please let me know. I'm all about creating doable and cost-effective marketing strategies to actually grow your business, not just talk about growing your business. Please subscribe to this podcast. Hop over to my website, which is katrinaaronson.com. I'm always putting value up there, free workbooks, things for you to actually move your business forward. And if you're thinking about business coaching, um, you can book a free, totally free, 20-minute call with me on my website, or if you find me on Instagram, Katrina Aronson underscore consulting, and you can book in the link in my bio there. Um, yeah, so I am so honored that you trust me with your time. If you like what you're hearing here, if there's someone that can learn a lot from this, if you have a virtual assistant and you want them to learn this stuff, share this episode with them. And please, uh, I appreciate all of the ratings of the podcast. That's how these podcasts grow. Really no other way. I don't put money into ads for podcasts. So it's all about you and I appreciate you. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Until then, keep at it.